Too much stuff in your pockets. I don't like. It feels weird. Like I don't like walking around with all this stuff in my pocket. You can't find anything. Like you ever see people, especially like men. Like you ever see men with like just a million things. Yeah, a million me. things in their That's pockets. Me. Yeah. How you walk around with all that stuff in your pocket? You know, most of the time that's what I'm asking myself. Why do I have so many things in my pocket? So I learn to consolidate. If you could do well with two pockets and have everything and you know exactly what's assigned to what where and why mm-hmm. you're good especially that back pocket see i don't like putting stuff in my back pocket you know what i've been utilizing? i'm an infamous back pocket packeter nah i i i now utilize the over the shoulder bag oh you know yes you're you're the legend I you're like, will smith and legend i like those i like the over the shoulder bags mm-hmm. like if i'm just running out the satchel the satchel if you yeah like joe mayhart Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't take all that stuff out your pockets, man. You look crazy. Anywho, hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the Footage Trust Podcast. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined always by my good brother, Frankie Metals, aka L Capitan, aka L Cap, aka Caps Lock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka the Left, aka the Savior, aka the Getaway Driver, aka Texas Frankie, aka the Segway King, aka uh, Words, aka Swamp Thing. I was almost there. I was almost there. You did great. Thank you. How are you, beloved? I'm great. After that introduction, as always, you are a part of my greatness. <laughs> I'm great because of you. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Church announcements. Because of you and for you. Oh, mm, mm, that's love right there. Mm-hmm. That's love. Church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for Distrust underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at I. Mm. Almost. Damn it. It's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a it's been a let me just get through this. You can follow at Drinks Flyers on IG for your herbal needs. Make sure you use the code for the stress to receive 15% off. You can follow at So What Game CO on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the Dojo JC. Visit the website for the stress podcast.com powered by Stay Cozy Studios. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucker friend, mm. and all that good shit like that there. Now, it's been a week. It has. It has it's been. been many weeks, if I have to be honest, but this week. This week felt like a solid 20 years. Yeah. And, um, you know what's funny? All the things we've talked about on various episodes 
is seeming to like come to pass. Like, you know, how we get into our tenfold hat bag about how the government's moving, things like that. Like, this shit is getting realer and realer every single day. And it only will. And it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. Um, I'm just like, I don't want to say, I'm not surprised. Surprise isn't the correct word. It's more, um, I can't find the correct word, but surprise isn't the correct word. But I guess we we don't have any choice but to get into it. I mean, well, first things first, let's just a little quick recap. Shout out to Bill Moore United. Um, they had a Juneteenth event last week. That was super duper fire. Shout out to Nev. Shout out to all of those brothers. Um, it was a great community event down in Lincoln Park. You know, they had food, music, games for the kids. It was just a really, really good vibe. Nice. Um, I saw a bunch of people, a lot of past guests of the show. Shout out to Petey and Craig. Shout hey. out to Karma. Shout out to beloved nev um shout out to dr leisure carter shout out to um yeah all of the past guests of the show were down (laughs) shouts to all of you shouts to all of you so it it was a really really good time man and um we need more of that we need more of that especially in the times that we're in right now if you, you it's it's um important to be around community to be around love to be around people who care about you because shit is rough right now okay it sure is with a capital r um in local news it's been <sighs> so the only thing well there's a couple of things of relevance that i was thinking about um mayor fuller was talking about the rent increases but I don't have enough information to really comment on that I just saw him talking about it but it was too much national news going on for me to really pay attention to it so once I don't really do my due diligence I'll come back and have some more information I don't want to tell y'all something half assed and then I'll be like yo Mm -hmm. that's not what he said that's smart journalism responsible journalism I'm trying to be I'm trying to be I don't like talking about things where I don't have enough information on it but I saw him talking about that I saw him talk about he made a comment about the uh, Liberty State Park bill that we discussed last week and he was saying that you know he doesn't support expansion of golf courses he was saying that this bill doesn't mean the privatization of Liberty State Park so we'll see we'll see um, so yeah that's all I got for like the local stuff cause it was just the national news really really was just more prominent than anything else like mm. this was one of those weeks where if you tried to talk about something else someone would be like yo shut up we're talking about this <laughs> and all of this Oddly enough, starts with the Supreme Court. Mm. The Supreme Court was showing its entire ass 
all week. All week. Like, they decided that we're going to make everybody mad. Every last single soul in this country. Let's gonna, do it. We're going right. <laughs> to piss all of you off at once. And you got to deal with it. So, like, they was on some real, like, supreme clientele type shit. Mm-hmm. And... Because they can be. Because they can be. That's and they always could. They just never did to this, to this degree. To this magnitude? No. No. So we're going to start here. Because the Supreme Court was just all over the place. First and foremost, the Supreme Court struck down New York's gun restrictions. So for those of you who aren't familiar, New York State has some of the strictest gun restrictions in the country. Um, it's very hard to get a gun license in New York. If you get caught with a gun, the penalties are extremely harsh. New York is not a big fan of open carry. Right. Definitely not. So, you know, New York was, was very adamant, like, we don't play that gun shit here. Mm-hmm. Like some of our favorite rappers caught gun cases in New York. Like, Lil, oh yeah, Little Wayne went to jail for a gun in New York. Um, Roddy Rich was recently arrested, but I think he was acquitted for gun charges. So, like, New York does not play when it comes. Never to has. Never. Yeah, harsh time, and so, now it's harsh because, and it's now harsher because the Supreme Court said. You know what? Everybody can open carry. If you got a gun, show it up. Show, show it. it off. Show it off. And this doesn't make any sense to me. Because first and foremost, after all of these mass shootings that we just had, why would you make it easier for people who have weapons to be out in public in one of the most densely populated areas in the country. You're asking or you want to answer? Give me an answer. To see what we do. We're just lab rats in a maze. Every block is a turn. At the end of the day, they're always watching us. COVID, they were watching us. Right? Well, during, uh, oh, they're watching our money. All Absolutely. of this digital flow of money, they were Absolutely. watching us there. It's all an experiment. Everything's an experiment. And they like, okay, open the next section of the maze. Because it's like, oh, these made it through. Open the next one. It's harder. So now, oh, these are the rules now. We change the rules. What are you going to do? Let's see what they do. Because then they're going to know what they're supposed to do. And was and I agree with you. And I think one of the most interesting things um, is that with them loosening gun laws, they're giving police more funding. And I kind of feel like they started this journey or started this this um, crusade to loosen gun laws the moment people started talking about abolishing the police. Yeah, it's chestnut checkers. Wait, that y'all bringing this up? We, we, let's see what we do with this. Right. And this helps the next pawn, you know, move a little further. Because it's like, oh, y'all don't y'all trying to get rid of the police. <laughs> Guess what? We're gonna we're going to loosen gun laws, so now you need us, and we're giving the police more money. In New York State, or maybe New York City, forgive me if I'm confusing them. I think they cut two hundred and fifty-one million from schools. Yeah. 
And guess who got more money? Oh. It's a school to prison pipeline. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how you guarantee that the kids will be messed up if you defund the schools? And then how you gonna make sure that they get caught when you give cops more money to do their job more accurately? But also you gonna have this abortion thing on the table now lifted. We gonna we gonna get there. We gonna get there. Hold on. We, slow your roll, good brother. We gonna get there. With the loosening of the gun laws, right? Another proponent of this is now the Supreme Court also said that if a cop doesn't read you your Miranda rights, uh-huh. they can't be sued anymore. So now a cop can just detain you. Him and faster, you could skip the talk. He could just handcuff hey, you. Get in the car. That's all they gotta say. Don't move and get in the car. None of this is coincidental. So I I have to worry about citizens having guns. The police have more guns. And now the cops can just detain me without any type of... Or just pop you. Or just shoot me. <laughs> what, am, what am I going to do? We're not out here to uh, fight. We're here to win. Mm. And it's like... I did think of you, Frankie. Because when I'm reading this news, I'm like, Frankie going to tell me, I told you. I told you. This is what I do. <laughs> As soon as I was reading these stories, I'm like, Frankie's going to be like, I fucking told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. It's not just you. I told a lot of people. I know. I know. I know. I do. I, I peep game. You know, I'm a good observer. You do journalism. I'm good at it, too. But I'm more of like a sports uh, sideline talking guy mm-hmm. like I, that's what i feel like i'm good at just saying what i see yeah and then what i basing off of what i know i try to mm-hmm. so i just i do this and i peep game and then i figure it out for myself because sometimes i don't know what they're doing i just want to be outside though mm-hmm. like that's how i know i gotta go outside because they're getting analytics and numbers Absolutely. they got people that they pay to wake up and look at numbers and then they interpret those numbers to decide what the next move is going to be so i I better have my own research. Mm-hmm. And I do. I go outside. I look at what's going on with prices. I look at what's going on with construction. Mm-hmm. I look at what's going on with people's state of mind mm-hmm. during all of this. Because that's also affected as well by the, the higher ups. Absolutely. So I better have my own notes. So if I'm going to say I know what I'm talking about. And I do. Because I go out there and I observe. And I'm very studious. That's a good word very studious i'm a student of the game and when it comes to politics i just give up because i'm beyond all of that it's all wrong yeah we we, we're gonna get into that but i just like we talk about you know where this is headed damn near every single episode right and i feel like this week they showed us where this is headed to where it's like we are I, th- I feel like the end goal is just bodies to be used for labor and taxes. That's it. Nothing else matters. All of our rights are being stripped one by one. Right. We can't afford anything. Everything has a shortage. Mm-hmm. Like they're pushing us into 
a certain direction. So with all of these things, the Supreme Court also, in case in case you've just been, in case you just got to the planet and didn't don't know what's going on, they also overturned Roe vs. Wade. Right. Roe vs. Wade was a monumental law in the country. It protected abortion rights for women for the past 50 years, 5-0. And now it is no more. They overturned it because according to some of the Supreme Court justices, they felt like it was unconstitutional and um, egregious and all types of words, just all types of very big adjectives that <laughs> they try to use to make themselves sound smarter than what they really are. Um, this is a very, very sad day for women specifically. Um, I don't have a uterus. I am not a woman. I have all of the empathy because 90% of my family is women. Mm -hmm. And to see them upset is like, wow, this is because it all affects them. Right. Um, the way that the repeal of Roe v. Wade works is that um, abortion rights aren't protected nationwide anymore. So they left it up to the states. So depending on what state you live in, the state now determines whether or not abortions are legal or not. And I think between eight and like 10 states implemented what's called a trigger ban. Do you know what a trigger ban is? So a trigger ban is when a law is enacted federally, a state enacts that same law the moment the bill is signed. So Missouri, for example, when Roe v. Wade was, was repealed and the news came out, Missouri instituted a trigger ban where it banned, it banned abortions immediately. They were already with the. With the they was, they was already with it, so like people. And they know this too. This right. trust again. They just showed their cards. Right. You know which ones were immediately on board, and you look at those specific, mm -hmm. you know, pe Congress people and all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all are in, in cahoots. Right. So like, in Missouri, as soon as the law was signed, so the, as soon as the repeal was signed, I saw I saw story about how like one of some abortion clinic in Missouri had like had to stop services immediately like just no we can't do this no more like mid needle being put in your arm they was just like stop no we can't do it anymore mm -hmm. and that is um horrifying for women who need these services because what I've learned and just so y'all know me and Frankie are two men, okay? So we don't understand everything that a woman goes through. But I had to do some research because I had to make sure that I understood what I'm talking about. So like abortion rights deal with, of course, abortions, but like miscarriages. Mm -hmm. Or if, if a woman has something called like a septic pregnancy, mm -hmm. abortions can help save her life. Mm -hmm. And, medical um, procedures medical right. pro other medical procedures that aren't solely just abortions right and with this repeal 
women who have these issues can no longer get these services. Also within abortion rights is contraception. Mm. Contraception, excuse mm. me, words. So things like birth control, mm-hmm. condoms, mm-hmm. Uh, any type of other contraception to keep people safe is now at risk or you can be detained or jailed mm-hmm. for it if you if you perform or if you give out anything so it's not like oh they just stopping abortions and everything else is cool like no they have stripped away a lot of services that women need because of very weird to me very weird reasoning like I saw a lot of people saying oh it's God wants this I'm like you sure I don't understand how God comes into play because I saw a lot of Christians you know Chris a lot of Christians tend to be pro pro life where it's like no we need to protect unborn fetuses from everything because their lives are valuable too I'm like, how does that work when we have damn near half a million kids in foster care? How does that work where there is no universal health care to protect the fetuses that you so vehemently want to save? Mm-hmm. Child care is wild expensive any type of pregnancy services now with this with Roe v. Wade being overturned are now obsolete and a conversation we often have like none of this was about protecting women or protecting fetuses or anything like that all of this is about control exactly every last bit of it and you know, as like to your point earlier of showing your hand, like I I saw the end game for all of this. Like them slowly stripping away all of our rights is going to like we're gonna be like a militarized zone for real. Like for like It has always been that way. Like they just that, didn't want to show the extent of their power because that's what a venus flytrap do you think that it's nothing you think it's just a plant but meanwhile the minute you landed on it it's got you stuck right and it start digesting you from the minute it touched mm-hmm. you so they're very insidious in mm-hmm. their plans mm-hmm. if they were to like show force first of all they were still busy diluting us mm-hmm. they always been diluting us like you could dilute a human being a lot. Mm-hmm. We do it to animals. You know, human beings did it from wolf to dog. Mm-hmm. Look at, look how we done that's, messed that's, them up. That's a great point. They are, they are neutering and domesticating us. Oh. They're turning us into house pets. And, you know, I went on a very big rant on Twitter. Follow me if you want more political rants. But what a, what dawned on me. It was like the people who the people who don't think this is very serious, they're not seeing the bigger picture because there's no way in hell they're going to stop at 
abortion rights. Like, same-sex marriage is next. Because the fucking... One of the Supreme Court justices, maybe the top coon of the century, uh, a, a judge by the name of Clarence Thomas, who's a black man, which irks me to my very core. Soon as Roe v. Wade was... The repeal was announced. He was saying, well, we need to look at same-sex marriages and voting rights. I'm like, oh, you you, you really just showing us everything you plan to do. Mm-hmm. And the people who are, aren't as upset, like, everyone should be pissed off. Everyone should be upset. Everyone should, should be angry because... None of us are safe. None of us. Like, at all. We live in America. Like, unless you... I think the only way you are kind of safe if you're wealthy. Kind of. And that even depends. Because... If you can, it, one thing that I've learned about this country is that you can do a lot if you got enough money. So, how do you make all that money? You make all that money by shaking hands with the right people, right? You right. shake enough hands with the right people, you might not, might not matter to you, right? But that, so it's really just poor versus it's poor versus rich. That's all. That's what it really all boils down to. Is the rich want to keep us poor and fucked up and? trying to and how do they do that first of all by keeping us contained absolutely so they're like you know let's just keep development progress Mm -hmm. these are the steamrolling words Mm -hmm. that are going to flatten everything that we know Mm -hmm. and love because if you're from jersey city like for i'd speak from jersey city because jersey city is kind of like a prime example Mm -hmm. of like all of this you know from the gentrification to the even the laws even mm-hmm. the sickness like we've been through a lot and we're densely populated but we're not like so densely populated like new york city it's not like jersey city right new yorkers listen to what they're told mm-hmm. go inside jersey city it's like a concrete jungle for real mm-hmm. they don't have enough cops to hold us down mm-hmm. let's be real mm-hmm. if we all decided to wild out we've seen what happens it's a problem you don't want that problem so we're like a big pawn we're like a big mm-hmm. player i say we're, we're like we're, a big... jersey city is often a testing ground for different things uh-huh. like with the gentrification with the development they often come over here to just test out what they can get away with for sure and I think now with the way that the Supreme Court is moving, they don't really have to wait for anybody anymore. They don't have to wait for any type of approval. They don't have to any type they don't have to wait for any type of public support. They can do whatever they want. And during my rant on a bird, I realized I've been saying this since 2018 that this was coming. Because I had to go back through old tweets and things I've said. I'm like, oh, this is coming. So, for those who don't know, because I've had a few people hit me like, yo, how could this happen? How could this happen? 
So power in this country is determined through the court system. The court system is one of the biggest components in maintaining power, maintaining order, maintaining structure. The courts, the judges, those are the people who really dictate how we live our life, right? And I noticed that when Trump was president, he very quietly appointed a shitload of judges. 816 to be exact. What? All of y'all, come on in. What? He, in one term, four years, he appointed almost half as many judges as Obama did in eight years. How could they do that, 4K? Why was he doing like that? Because the Republicans in this country who want to maintain power have always understood you do that through the courts. Because you look at it. Through the courts, we live in a very urban city. People get not for all types of crimes or whatever, and we always wonder, yo, how you get much so much time? Because of the judges. The judges have no type of um what's the word I'm looking for? Allegiance to the public because they are picked by people who say, yo, do this. At the end of the day, it's, it's their decision. Who's going to question them? And if there's an incentive, we will never know. Not at all. So and 816, good luck with your investigation. Because <laughs> you're not getting far. You're not getting far. And, with, and in those 816 judges, three of those are Supreme Court seats. Mm. Supreme Court seats are lifelong seats. Mm. The only way you can get off the court is if you die <laughs> or or you decide to step down, which rarely it happens. doesn't just happen. You got to get caught doing some shit. Three, three of the judges that Trump picked are 55 and younger. Mm. 55 is not old. To sit on a bench. You can do that for what? 20, 30 years. Mm. You can do a lot of damage in 20, mm -hmm. 30 years. Mm hmm at 55 just writing laws yeah and i was telling people like this all of this is a long play right so let me give you my let me give you my end game and let me see if you agree right so with them repealing roe v roe versus wade the next step is midterm elections are coming up in november right the democrats well first of all biden is horrible in, in his poll numbers like nobody is feeling him right now i mean what rightfully so rightfully so nobody's feeling him right the democrats are completely inept they can't do anything they run around like a chicken with his head cut off they keep arguing about stuff that don't that really doesn't matter in the grand it really scheme. doesn't matter to hear him talk like why is the camera even on them like you keep talking about things that really don't matter and because and we're supposed to vote for one of you arguing idiots right <laughs> and this is and this is the problem because the democrats the people that say they're for us are so bad that the public is like i don't want to vote for neither one of you people so boom 
you got the midterm elections coming up. I feel like the Democrats are going to lose. So that means that they lose the House, which which also like more likely means that they lose the Senate. So that means that Biden loses control of the government. The Republicans get control of the government. All they got to do is just sit on their hands for two years because Biden's not going to get reelected. Ain't no way. If he gets reelected, I will be thoroughly surprised. Because Trump's going to run again. He's not going to jail. I don't care what this January 6th committee and commission is doing. They're not putting that man in jail. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Because even if they put him in handcuffs, you know how many white militias are going to shoot up a jail just to get him out? It's not happening. So, boom. Trump's not going to jail. He's going to run again. More than likely, he's going to win. Because... People are sick of Biden. We're dealing with inflation, all types of shortages. Um, rent is through the roof. All of that, people are going to blame Biden for that. He's not getting reelected. So Trump gets reelected. What is Trump going to do? I'm going to put more judges in the, in the federal system. I'm going to put more judges on the Supreme Court. So now I'm just going to strip away all of your rights. And then what happens after that? I'm King Trump now. If that's how it play out. If that's how it play out. You think you think it's gonna work out differently? No, I feel like you are correct. He might win. We don't know what he's gonna do. We know he's enforcing definitely more power. He's got more pull. Very much so. There is no other way that that could play out, is what I'm saying. Right. There's no way that 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 guy's gonna go. However, what he's gonna do when he's back in there is anyone's guess. I really feel like because he got rid of Roe versus Wade, he's just gonna go after everyone's rights. Same sex marriage, voting rights, civil rights. So now we are nothing. We can't even fight back on any level. And that's when. It's um, military control time. Uh Because right now, with all of the funding that the police get throughout the country, the the police are now the military. Uh They've been militarized, but they weren't considered. No, but they're going to be the military Mm -hmm. because they keep giving them money. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And I don't see any other way that that plays out. Unless, uh, listen, the optimist in me is hoping for people to get their shit together and really like fight back because there are ways to fight back. There are. This where we are not completely without hope. However, it takes a very concentrated effort on behalf of the public to fight back against a machine this large. And my hesitation comes from I don't know. If we as a public are that disciplined because we get so easily distracted. Are you going to win playing their game? We can't play the way they said it with the rules, the way they said it. Or do we have to be something else, something revolutionary? Ideally, I would I would say we would need to be revolutionary. Ideally. So you agree with that? 
then that means we a quarter of the way there because guerrilla warfare had a lot to do with radio intelligence you know mm -hmm. picking up frequencies and uh setting frequencies so you could give the right information or misinformation mm -hmm. that's what you and i do there's other people out there who are out there uh learning how to live in the woods and make houses from nothing right, and right. grow and uh combat training like and there there are a lot of people preparing to live in a walking dead that's how a lot of people prepare and my only thing about revolution right because i agree with you bro like that's the, really the only way these people in power are going to be like all right we need to change because they wowing on us and they ready for that move for years and that's what i'm saying and not only are they ready i don't think the general consensus of the public is ready because they're not even aware they're not even because we're too we're too docile we're very, we're very distracted. We're, we're consumers. They've been raising consumers. They've been breeding consumers. Right. Well, tech, you know, they're about to start breeding consumers because abortion's off the table. Hmm. Okay. Before that, we were the ones making the decision and raising our kid how we feel in our own way, in mm -hmm. our own mind. We trained them. Mm -hmm. Now that's going to start being less likely. So what we've had up to this point... Mm -hmm is a certain cloth that we're gonna need to change the future mm -hmm. so we need to be healthier we need to read more mm -hmm. we need to convene more mm -hmm. and we need to pray more mm -hmm. because see all those things i just mentioned are ways that they're attacking us they're in your food they're in your mind mm -hmm. they're in your house they're in your head mm -hmm. So if you're praying to God and you're asking him for the right answers, you're going to know what to do. You'll know. But people who don't have faith, they're not going to be good soldiers. So we we kind of been recognizing over the years who's real and who's not. Mm -hmm. Even from celebrities down to the guy next door. Mm -hmm. We've been seeing what's real. So we have our own bit of information. Now it's about organizing who's real. Not people who got pride or people who are interested in their own game, but people who are really trying to make their home a better place because it is our home and we're not going to be ignored because you're going to see me outside doing Absolutely. what I please. Absolutely. Right. And if it becomes a war, then just know I'm a whistle and there's going to be like six, seven other people to jump out. So what are you going to do when that happens? It's not going to be as easy as you think because we know these streets. And we also know how to keep our money flow moving. You know, people who really work and get out there and have attributes that make them valuable players. You know what I'm saying? We just we just a set of valuable players. And we trying to do good for the people. Because that's what the so far all of the Constitution they just you, why, yeah. cleaning themselves with it. Yeah, you might as well just throw the Constitution in the garbage. At this so point. why are we listening to anything you got to say? Why are we playing by your rules at all? If everything you're doing is just showing that you ain't even taking us seriously. You got these clowns over here arguing and you expect us to continue this game of voting. Look what it look what good that's done. Yeah, that's that's and, and you know what? Like I had this conversation earlier this week, too, like. I understand because you know i'm a big 
supporter of voting. I, I still do believe, if done correctly, I do believe in the system. But I'm realizing that they have rigged the game so much. So much to where... You can't win. Yeah, you can't win. So, why are we playing? Because we think we that nice. Like, oh, we could... There's got to be a smarter avenue for us. And we're doing it. That's all we've ever done. Oh, I can't get into this game, so I'm going to just create my own game. And me and my partner is going to play. And then we're going to be big enough to bring it to y'all doorstep. And now we can play. Because mm-hmm. I got my team. And we train. We actually good players you know we we got experience as a team and then nothing could stop us because we don't need thousands of people we just need four or five people mm-hmm. and nothing could stop you I, I do believe that that ideology of togetherness of community you know that's a big part of who I am and seeing how the government is moving and but then seeing how that's my biggest problem, like how easily distracted we are. Because, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm say this because it's, it's been on my mind, and I might offend some people when I say this, but just please understand, there's no maliciousness with this. Um, this is coming from a very pure place, okay? The federal government does not give a fuck about how you feel. What do I mean by that? You need a thorough. You need a more thorough <laughs> breakdown. Let's let's because, go. Because in recent times, we have a lot of. We've been into a lot of fights. Or oh, words. We've gotten into a lot of fights about identity, right? What do you What do you like to be called? Right. How do you identify? This word is offensive. Don't call me that. Ident- uh, address mm-hmm. me as this. Now. Let me preface this again. I understand identity is important. Everyone should respect everyone. However, the fight that we're in, these people do not give a fuck about what you want to be called. They don't give a fuck about- They barely give a damn whether you live or die. Exactly. You're just a number. They don't don't give a damn. They don't care. And I feel like because we often get into these fights about identity- They distract. They distract us from what's really going on right because no matter what demographic you identify with i don't care if you black white spanish middle eastern asian gay straight trans pansexual non-binary they don't care about any of us none your fight again I completely understand the urgency to want to be treated as equal. I can, again, I get that. But the fight that we're in right now, these people do not care. And the more we continue to fight about... That, yeah, that's also a part of their... See, they've been weaponized too because of the differences. This is nothing new. Everything you just said, been around for... Right, but and that's the thing we get, we have been so enthralled in these fights about our differences, we not paying attention to what's really going on. But that's because that's a part of their weaponry too. So what I'm saying is, is everything that is being argued about has been printed. 
it's irrelevant is what i'm saying it's irrelevant. i understand but it's being printed if it's being printed it's being seen and if it's being seen they reaching more people than you and i are It's printed because writers are hired and then people who distribute that writing put it in our faces Mm -hmm. on purpose because there's a statistic. They're like, oh, these people have a say. Let's get in between that to cause more diversion. diversion. And so that they don't know what's going on because you're already waking up fighting a million battles. So you're going to fight a million battles that don't matter you're already going to have hundreds of battles in your life that are going to matter and you better be on point. Mm-hmm. But how can you be on point when you're too tired fighting battles that don't matter to anybody? And that, and that's, and that's, uh, and I agree with you hundred percent is because like we have all these very divisive fights and then we're, then we're exhausted when a real fight comes along and we need the energy. Cause you're busy arguing, you're busy but that's arguing. what the writing is meant to to say, you know, because it's a spell. End of the day, people are just making words up mm-hmm. to create a reaction mm-hmm. out of human beings' interaction with each other, and they do that by changing the perception uh-huh. by writing the spell. Let's just write, write whatever we want. It could be whatever, but we're gonna post it here, 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 and there's money. Uh-huh. Money is making this move. Uh-huh. This is old too. This tactic is old too. They fifty states. Right, all different situations, interests. You know, they tie in together. They have history together. But at the end of the day, the people who enforce what you see on the news, what you read in the papers, and what's controlled on social media, because so that we don't, you know, we only see what they want us to see. Uh-huh. Because they take stuff down they don't want us to see. We know this. And and I agree a hundred percent. And I feel like. Any demographic that you are a part of, any demographic that you identify with, we are all humans, right? We all need the basic things. We need food, we need shelter, we need clothing. We are barely surviving with just those three. Barely. And I feel like if we start focusing our energy on the three basic necessities for life, then we can argue about what you want to be called. Or what words are offensive or how you want to be addressed we won't have a home if we keep arguing my point is nobody's gonna win none of us none of us are are gonna gonna win win arguing with each other your argument about what word is offensive is not gonna matter if we're all on the street Mm. once they throw us all in a cage you have no say about what you want to be called and we've been doing this for years now. Like while we're while the public is fighting about, you know, identity and all of this other shit, which again, I understand. The powers that be are like, all right, y'all keep fighting. We just gonna go. We gonna bump up. The, we gonna bump up the funding for the police. We gonna make your um rent more expensive. We gonna uh, short the food. You're going to make gas high. And how you like that? 
But y'all could keep arguing about identity though. Cool, y'all could do that. Do your thing. You could keep canceling people. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, keep canceling people. The room is on fire and you're complaining that it's hot in here. <laughs> Shout out to Nelly. The room is on fire. <laughs> I'm trying to get out. 4K's trying to get out. The room, the building's on fire. But you're pulling. You're in the room saying it's hot. You have a fan blowing at you and you guys, don't you think it's too hot in here? Yeah. The, the room, I'm hot. The room is in flames and you want to argue about what the thermostat says. What are we doing? And I get it. Again, I get it. You're in a space where everywhere inclusivity is very important i get all of that but at a certain point we have to re-examine how much progress these fights are giving us in the grand scheme of things right because yes you can fight tooth and nail about what you want to be called but when once you win that online argument your rent is not changing the grapes you like to buy are still $11. The cereal you, li you like to eat is still $8. So what did you really win? The job that you are applying for is still only paying you $15 an hour. So again, was the fight that worth it? And my thing is, I don't know. That's a mentality thing. And I feel like that goes into your point about, you know, what the media says and what they indoctrinate us with and the programming that kind of keeps us in this cycle of arguing about things that are truly, truly irrelevant. Like that's what like this is what I was saying about the Roe v. Wade case is because the whole time Trump was in office, the Democrats were just arguing and complaining about all of the issues mm -hmm. well this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong that's wrong this is wrong I, th you're right all of this is wrong what are we doing about it mm. I, uh, uh, I don't know but it's wrong and what is the and what are the republicans doing all right y'all keep arguing about that we're mm. just gonna keep putting judges and putting our people in position mm. to make sure that when we want something it's taken care of we're voicing our opinions and our angst and our issues. They're just hearing them and then making moves to make sure that their interests are still insured. Because all it is, is when you voice your opinion, it's a problem that they're going to take care of. They're going to docile it down somehow, some way. Sometimes it could be through violence. Sometimes mm -hmm. it could be through scare tactics. Mm -hmm. And if they need, then they can get real dark and start you know letting out uh, bio like biochemical warfare it can get ugly it yeah. can get ugly it can get really ugly so again i ask or or are these fights important like really like really is cancel culture important are these fights about identity important are these fights about your personal feelings about what you want to be identified as as well even me like and, and this is not a knock towards anybody like even me i'm a black man you know what i'm saying these people don't care that i'm black you said it i am a number 
I am a, a cog in the machine. All they care about is I keep doing what they want me to do so they can Are you greasing the gears? Am I greasing the gears? Or are you a monkey wrench in the the system? Like, that's all they care about. So, like, to a degree, your identity is not important to these people. It's not helping you in any way. It's not helping us as a country in any way because... That's not the fight that they're having. They're playing basketball. You over there shooting golf. Like, again, are these fights important? Because look at Roe Roe versus Wade. This affects all women. They don't care what color you are. Mm. They don't care what you identify as. All women are affected by this. Every last one, every last, I have two daughters. They're affected by this. I have a mother, aunt, grandmother. I have a bunch of female friends. All of them are affected by this. These people don't care. So it's like, okay, so what are we fighting for? What are we putting our energy into? Truly, honestly. Because if we're supposed to, if we want the revolution, we all have to be on one accord. We are not on one accord. And they are taking advantage of that, evidently, obviously. So again, what are we fighting for? If you and I are saying- It's a very good question. Like if you and I are saying, yo bro, we need to focus on this. And then two other people are saying, nah, we need to focus on this. And then two other people are saying, nah, but we need to focus on this. We get nowhere. And these same powers that be are continue to do what we They're going to affect and control all of us. All of us. We lose all of our power together. Together. While we were fighting about- That is the one thing we'll have in common. We'll all be poor and fucked up together. And controlled. And controlled together. So when it when is your identity going to matter then? Are all of these divisive fights going to matter then? When we're all in the same cage? When we all are standing on food lines like it's fucking Oliver Twist or some shit? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just... I don't know, man. Because yes, we do need a revolution, but in 2022, what does that look like? Hmm. What does the revolution look like in 2022? Because I don't really see us banging it out with the cops in the street. Everybody, it could, gotta... it could get to that. It could get to that because that still happens. And if it starts happening where the police are going to be unfair in their methods, mm-hmm. because methods are already unfair, but if they were to make it just a little more unfair, then mm-hmm. it'll look like abuse. And the thing about abuse is that when a person's being abused, human beings that are witnessing this in their core will not be able to accept it. They're going to start doing something because that's who we are. But bro, we, they've been abusing us already. That's what I'm saying. Now, what happens when it gets really abusive? 
Because right. it's been bad, but you know, it's a say, but nothing is done. Nobody ever stop it. Sometimes we do. So you're saying like once it gets more like blatant. Like the abuse way is, more blatant, much more blatant to the point that like, we'll be talking about it every other day on the you know, on every other week we might be talking about another one. Because we're gonna we live how we live. You know, and they only allow us to live to our own confines, you know, as long as they don't mess up what they're trying to do. But if they want to get invasive, which is getting that way, mm-hmm. then they, they're going to start flexing a little bit. That muscle to let, it, let them know it's not a good idea. And I don't think that that flex is going to be met well when it's done to certain people. It's going to be, you know, I don't wish ill, but this we live in an ill world. So we better start, you know, thinking like wolves. And then, but then, then that goes into a mentality mindset. Do we have that mentality to band together and be as vicious as they are to protect what we have? I think that it's totally possible because we know our home. Again, you have somebody who come in and break into your home. You know every turn, you know everything about your home. That mm-hmm. that invaders first time they they don't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. You could catch them sleeping easily. So I think that it's it's fair. I think we got enough people because I know who I know. I know who's out there. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, they definitely got their own thing. You know, like nobody going to be able to tell them what to do. I mean, I, I feel like, so I'll be honest with you. Like the optimist in me is really hoping and praying that this is the wake up call that we needed. Truly, like the optimist in me is like, yo, everyone should view this. Everyone should view what the Supreme Court is doing as an attack on all of us. Mm. I don't care if it's affecting just women right now, because that's just right now. Because the rest of us are next. Men, if you listen, you are not safe, beloved. Men are not safe. I saw a few bozos making jokes and all that. You were not safe, bro. They took you could be laughing all the way, you know, to a cage, to the cell, yeah, yeah, to a cage. You're gonna be Hardy laughing, har. hardy har, all the way to a cage, uh-huh. and now your inmate seven nine four nine right. two. Seven nine four nine, lol. <laughs> You're laughing all the way. I mean, so I, I, I do, you know. Like like I always say on on this program, like I do I do feel like the people are angry enough to really fight for change. Mm-hmm. I just want us to understand that to keep this fight sustainable, we can't keep giving our attention to things that don't matter. Like we're humans. Humans have duality. I'm not saying spend every moment of your life trying to rage against the machine. Go go enjoy life. Go live. Go have fun. Go laugh. Go do whatever. But we, we all, should be doing that anyway. Yeah, you should. Because be what doing. are you doing to love yourself? You know, you you just. I but, mean, w- this episode a lot was a lot. Uh-huh. What do you think I'm gonna do after this? No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna laugh, throw some jokes around. Life is about balance. 
it's about balance. So there's a lot of sadness. You got to have some jokes. These jokes got to fly because, you know, we still got to live. And we still, still got to do stuff. We still got to live. We still got to do stuff. And it's just that that's my biggest thing. Like, just make sure that you're not exerting unnecessary energy into things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Cause it doesn't. It do, I promise you, it doesn't. The way these people are moving, it's not gonna matter, bro. Have you seen Apocalypto? Yeah. Have you seen Blade Runner? Have you seen any of these very dystopian movies right. where we'd be like, "Yo, that's crazy. What if that happened to us?" It's about yeah. to happen. Well, if the government is a witch, then Hollywood is its wand. And they're going to show you whatever we want to kind of pre-program what's to happen. So they've been laughing, you know. Why do you think this stuff even get picked up? It's not just because it was a great idea. We're going to spin this. We're going to put the money and make it believable because we want that to sink in. Because this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. We're prepping you. Right. We're preparing you for when this actually happens. You're used to it because you saw this in 12 different movies. I can see that. You understand. You know what we want you to do. Mm-hmm. So when we handcuffed you and put a number in your forehead, you're not surprised. Right. You're just going to be like, I didn't think it was going to happen to me. Yeah. But look, it's happened to all of us. But I, I just... To, to avoid getting to that point, yeah, it... That's my question. What does the revolution of 2022 look like? Right. Because I don't really have the answer. I know people be like, you know, I have a lot of friends who tell me, you know, get your own stuff, build your own, feed your own, all that. All of that is cool. I get all of that. But you're one person. We're talking about hundreds of millions of people, damn near billions of people in this country who don't think the same way. What movie we always go back to? The Matrix. A lot of people don't want to be unplugged. No matter. They'd rather be a battery. No matter what's going on, they will die before they allow themselves to fight back. It's like, how do you reach those people? Because we need those people. (laughs) Yeah, four or five people is cool, but five hundred is way better. Cause they have the power but we have the numbers hmm. they've always known they had the numbers that we had the numbers so now that's what the game was mm-hmm. separate so that they're not all coming at us at the same time how do we get them not to come out all at us at the same time by making them remember what makes them different mm-hmm seeing those differences playing off those differences Mm -hmm. and we just gonna keep passing these bills Mm -hmm. that's what politics is period hey watch me talk because i got 800 something judges about to come out and Mm -hmm. just lay the game down exactly but listen how i'm watch how i'm sipping this water Mm -hmm. they literally act in a form people are eating it up because there's they're idiots people are idiots they're talking to them like they're idiots because they're doing the whole sippy cup thing but they're not listening to what he's saying they're not focus on the question mm-hmm. why did he do that silly thing because they asked him a real question he wanted to avoid it by distracting you with some dumb stuff and nobody asked nobody nobody everything is normal it's just something to clown on social media because that's the other distraction 
they own that too. We are here distracting each other and we're fighting with each other. Meanwhile, the government is doing whatever it pleases. It's, it's, um, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's like you want people to wake up, so to speak. You want people to be more involved in things around them. Well, not even be involved, but just at least be more aware. But you also have to understand that, you know, people have lives, they have families to take care of and all of that. So it's like you have to consider all of these things. But this is also important. Like, my perspective is like, yes, I feel like the individualism in this country has really been our weakness more than a strength. Because they have convinced everyone that you individually are so special that you don't need anybody. And it worked so much so that when we do need people, people are like, man, I'm good. I don't need to worry about that. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm good over here. Me and mine are straight. But that doesn't last for long when they are arresting everybody. When everyone's rights are stripped away. Celebrities, athletes, billionaires. Money's only going to get you so far. So it's like, it's, it's for me, that's that's kind of been the, the thought I've been mulling over. Like, you know, how do you get people to understand how important this fight is while being empathetic to their own personal needs? And it's like, it's a, for me, it comes down to a choice that every individual has to make to want to be better for their community, for their city, for their state, for their country. And that's, and that's hard for people. It's hard for a lot of people. It's hard for me. So I don't know, man. I don't know what a revolution looks Start like. Start doing your push-ups. <laughs> Start praying. Because oh, you're going to need God. If you think you don't, you already lost. Then you think we could still podcast once they put us in concentration camps? That what? Once once we, once we they put us in concentration camps, you think we could still podcast? Get who? Me? I'm just saying. You're going to catch me. You deserve to catch me. If you can catch me, you deserve it. I'm going to tell you every day you got me. I'll be like, you know, you're good. <laughs> you're real good. Because I do this. You ain't gonna catch me. We gonna be what they where how? We already too slippery. You know what I mean? We we from Jersey City streets. Like, yeah. Good luck catching us. And then as soon as you put hands on us, you might get several hands on you. We just gotta keep it low key. Keep it low key. Go find us on the internet. You know, I don't know nothing else but where we at. Come if you know, you know. No, but in, in all seriousness, um, there are things that can be done, right? Um, at this very moment, everyone is angry. Everyone is trying to understand how could they do this? What do we do now? Um, and I'm here to tell you that this is a multifaceted fight. This is a multi-front fight. 
all sides are important. Organizing is, is important. Education is important. Um, self-education is important. Community is important. Because, and I, f- I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point, but we are not going to get out of this if we are not together. Everybody. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I don't care about any of that. Together. That's the only way we're going to even attempt to fight back. Is by together. And what that looks like for you. I can't answer that. But I know for me. It's about making sure everyone who listens to my voice and Frankie's voice on these episodes every week understand that we are all in this shit together. All the other irrelevant shit is done for me. Together, beloved. Together forever. Together forever. That's all we got. That's all we got. We all we got, man. Literally. We are, we are literally all we got. I'm talking, y'all should. I said a while ago we should be able to slap box our politicians. I, I stand I stand firm on that. You know how much better they would be if they know that if they don't pass a bill they're gonna get slap boxed. What I tell you? What did I tell you? What I tell you? Didn't I tell you pass this bill? Didn't I tell you pass this bill? Slap you right in front of your family while you at our dinner. That's the worst. Pa- <laughs> you never look that down. Pass man. this bill before I push your head into your dessert. <laughs> Fuck wrong with you. We we Ain't no had, tiramisu nothing. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Smash this tiramisu across your head. Yeah man. We we need to um. I don't know how we gonna get that in the law. Not the right. Might right. not be. It'd be our law. We pass it now. I think we because we to, ain't winning in that. In that we respect, might. Be, so yeah, we, we might just have to do right. it off GP. You, we see you. It's on site. That's it. I, I feel like we're gonna have to write our own constitution. Uh-huh. That's gonna be. And then we gotta enforce it. That's gonna by be, going out there, sending out officers. Well, that's gonna be the first one. If, right. If you if you are elected and you don't do what you're supposed to do, on site, open hand, open hand, titua. Bow. I don't care who you with. You could be taking your daughter to school. I'm slapping you right in front of kindergarten class. So think twice. Oh, you you you, you wasn't gonna, you wasn't gonna lower the rent. That's what you said. That's what you said. They're gonna start expecting. Billy, can I just drop her off first? I I wait for you outside. <laughs> no. Don't do it in front of me. No, no. I'm gonna slap you in front of your child. So when you pick her up, she knows that her daddy is a wimp. Daddy, why you ain't passed the bill? See? <laughs> See? See? Now nobody's happy. <laughs> now look, now your child don't respect you. All you had to do was pass the bill. Mm. Could have been easy. Couldn't have been easy. Yeah, man, we're going to write our own constitution. That might be the only way at this That's point. That's the only way at <laughs> this point. We're going to have to get, start getting signatures. <laughs> start getting, yo... If y'all want to, we're going to write the, uh, for the stress constitution, the United States of stress. Right. Yeah. That's what we we're represent. Gonna start, we're going to start our own colony. Mm-hmm. 
because this United States thing ain't working out. Right. And our flag is the crying emoji. It's the joy. <laughs> it's the joy and crying face. Right. All right, we could do that. We could definitely do that. But in all seriousness, like, you know, things are hard. Things look very, very Memphis bleak right now. But um, again, we could do this together, bro. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you we could do this together. But in more lighthearted news, shout out to Versus. Um... I didn't watch this Omarion versus Mario versus. I did see all the clips though. Clips, right. And watching the clips is all I needed to see. The highlights. So apparently Omarion embarrassed, oh, um, words. Mario embarrassed Omarion so much. Like it was like, it was bad. Mm. Like, Omarion should have swung on Mario. That's how, that's how bad he disrespected him. Um, I didn't know Omarion was that bad of a live singer. Mario sounded great. Then they had other R&B acts. They had um, Pleasure P from Pretty Ricky. He sounded horrible. Uh, Ray J sounded horrible. Then he tried to blame his baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was singing "One Wish," and he sounded bad. But like he, even he knew he sounded that bad. Like he was holding his baby singing "One Wish," but he sounded bad. And then afterwards, when they asked him about it, he was like, "Oh no, because I was holding my baby." All right, pal. Even the baby looked over, like, "What? What? Like, how you gonna blame me? I could barely." Bro, you sound like head. that all the time. Yeah, like you, like I hear you in the house, Dad. You sound horrible. So like Ray J sounded bad. Um, who else sounded bad? Bobby Valentino sounded bad. It's just like Jesus Christ, man. You R and B dudes are, are letting me down so much. Jesus Christ. It's like y'all only y'all don't have a lot of hits. Y'all had maybe one to two songs that we know. It's like now the the crumbs of the verses, like all the big. Yeah, now they're like scraping the bottom of the barrel right because there's no way first of all I, don't, I can't even name 20 Bobby Valentino songs I can't name 20 Ray J songs I can't name 20 Amarion songs right it was like alright y'all y'all are like y'all stretching it now right maybe we could take a little break come back when you get some heavy hitters mm-hmm. because this shit here mm-hmm. uh uh-uh. Don't like it. Mm. So if you are a singer, please invest in your live singing capabilities. Make sure you sound good on a live mic. Make sure you can actually sing. Because don't blame the baby. Don't blame the baby. I know auto-tune has helped a lot of y'all. But um Yeah. You sounded bad, buddy. You sounded bad. Um, Mario was the only one who was singing and dancing at a high level. Which I was completely surprised with because I'm I don't know Mario's discography like that. I didn't even know he can really sing like that for real. I know, you know, you should let me love you. Like right. I know that. But everything else is just like I don't know. Mario, okay. Right. So yeah, so they're like scraping the bottom of the barrel now. 
this is like I'm getting like secondhand embarrassment looking mm-hmm, at it. Mm-hmm. because I think the last versus was like Onyx and somebody else that doesn't they were yeah 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 we might we might we might need to take a break from versus a little bit don't rush into it just don't rush take your time I mean you could do it but don't put it out you know what I'm saying so like yeah man we we, we have to um we got the restructure versus somebody gets Swiss and Timberland on the phone because mm. we got to talk about this so obviously something ain't working out but as we stay in music um so was a bunch of music came out so most notably before we get into all the other projects that came out so Drake dropped the project mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about this last we week we talked about it last week okay so, in vain of Drake dropping his house project, Beyonce dropped a song, which is very house inspired. And the song was cool. The song was called Break My Soul, mm-hmm. but Don't Break My Soul, or something like that. I'm butchering the title. Beehive, please, I want no smoke. This is, It was just a lapse in judgment. Please don't attack me. <laughs> but, well. um, but, um, fam, that's what we need to fight the Supreme Court. We need to get the Beehive. They can get anything done, right? The Beehive can get it done. Let's see what we do about that. But yeah, so Beyonce dropped this this song. It's a very house song. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I see a lot of artists like, cause you know when big artists do like when there's cultural shifts, where it's like we're not doing this sound anymore. You know, everyone tries to replicate it. Everyone tries to jump on, and that's cool but like if that's not who you are you don't have to do it like we from jersey jersey is very big on house music like i grew up with house music Mm -hmm. that's what i know you know what i'm saying like so if you're not that type of artist you don't have to do it you know what i'm saying it's cool you don't gotta do what drake and beyonce did but house music i guess a lot of people didn't realize how um, powerful house music is or how long it's been around. Right. So everyone was so surprised, like, why is everybody doing house music now? Right. No, house music has been here since pff, 70s, 60s, maybe. Mm. House music has been around for a long time. And this is not new. Okay. Black people didn't just start doing house music. We've been doing house music. Like, this is our bag for real. If you've ever been to a black cookout, and uh follow me comes on you know what you're supposed to do like this is not this is not new by any means so i do want to salute drake and beyonce though because i guess they looked at the landscape and was just like i'm kind of tired of this sound especially with drake being a rapper because you know everything is like drill related right in that same type of pattern Mm -hmm. I, I salute Drake for being like nah I'm doing something different I like that type of stuff I like when artists just do things that go against whatever's current whatever's popular cause to me that shows like growth and risk and, and creative expression and mm-hmm. all those all that type of stuff so I do um, I'm not mad at the Beyonce song I, I think the beat is dope um, 
think the beat is cool. So shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to House of Music. Also, a few other projects came out. So I stumbled upon an old group. Well, I mean, they put a project out in 2021. I think, I believe they're, I don't know where they're from. So let me not even say that. The group is called Children of Zeus. They do R&B. But it's very groovy R&B. Like... I'm going to go get in my car and drive across the bridge music. Just very chill. So shout out to uh, Children of Zeus. The project that I've been listening to is called Balance. That came out in uh, 2021. Also, another project that called, came out in 2021 that I skipped over. One of my favorite alternative groups called April and Vista. They dropped a project called Pit of My Dreams. The project is super dope. Um, on the R&B side, Giveon. One of the newer R&B acts. He has a project called Give and Take. That's cool. I like that. You know, I'm an R&B head. Um, on the rap side, uh, there's a rapper named Money Man that I like. Mm-hmm. He just does just gangster rap. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Money Man. I like Money Man, though. He has a project called Big Money. That's cool. Uh, also, Lupe Fiasco been quiet for a while he dropped a project called drill music and zion huh he's rapping i mean it's lupe duh but this is i like this let's check that out i like this so shout out to lupe um kent james he's kent james i like kent james he's an artist from the west coast he does r&b he was part of a group called overdose that was kind of popular in the blog era Mm. But Kent James has always like been around. This is like his first, I believe this is his first solo project called Fan Club. That's groovy. And also Chris Brown dropped a project called Breezy. Mm. You know, Chris Brown is a very polarizing figure. People, you know, feel different ways about him because of all of his all of the trouble that he got into. Right. But Musically, artistically, you can't deny his talent. He's good. So Breezy, and I'm not a big fan of Chris Brown albums, but this one, good. It's good. It's good. So, you know, check those projects out while we deal with all of the madness of the world. Um, Yeah, man, but I think that's it, bro. I think that's it. I I know this this episode was was heavy but we are a reflection of the times so i could not come in here and just act like none of this was going on but you know we're gonna be all right we gonna be all right i do i do genuinely believe that it's gonna take a minute but we're gonna be all right so in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything, Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can mm. follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your list of You can follow at Drink Flyers on IG for your herbal needs. Make sure you use the code for the stress for 15% off. You can follow at So What Games CO on IG for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG 
at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure you visit the website for the stress podcast.com powered by stay cozy studios make sure you like rate review subscribe telephone to a motherfucking friend and um freedom for the stress mm. so we, necessary we all fighting to be free beloved and we're fighting together you dig frankie turn this shit off Maybe you need to hit the dojo, get some more practice.